Smash it is on your lips. Smash it, smash it is on your lips. Um, <coughs> notifying a uh, a loved one. No, just buying weed. Oh. Just finding weed. I thought you're saying, Mom, Austin. Dad, if you don't hear it from me in about an hour, I'm I'm out of here. Can uh, can you hear in these headphones? Uh, where's the headphones? Um, oh, oh, here, this is it. My mistake. It's all good. I get it. It is a little quiet for me. Check one two. Check one two. I can hear myself, but you're you're not talking into the mic. So I can uh, I can hear myself too. Yeah, but I should be a little. Louder. I think this one, mine, should be louder. I think that one I hear pretty good. And you this, are I think two, but I don't know. Try try two. Uh, check one two. Check one two. It might be the ones. Cl- uh, yeah. Check one two. Check one two. Check one two. There we go. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my sound engineer quit today. <laughs> oh shit! I usually have a squirrel here that works for nuts. Uh, Hormos <laughs> Rashidi on the uh, on the show today. Uh, first time in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I was. You know, I I know that people that haven't been here before are going to have a hard time. Uh, the first few days in Austin are really. You get a different kind. You get the Austin jet lag, which is like stacked hangovers. Yeah, I, I'm already jet lagged because I came straight from the Philippines. I spent like a couple nights in LA mm. and then came over here. So I'm hella jet lag already. And then you got drunk. The amount people in Austin <laughs> drink is fucking nuts. It's wild. Yeah, I almost had a third. Like, you know. Drinking culture cycles through different cities. Mm-hmm. It has its good years and its bad years. Yeah. And uh, there is no shortage of places to get fucking trashed. In fact, they they like to have the safety of the alcoholics, so they shut down the street three nights a week so that people can run across the road. Uh, and just to, drink on the streets? Yeah, just drink on wow. the streets. That's like New Orleans, but half the week. Yeah, without the humidity, too. Yeah. Um, so, fuck, I haven't seen you in three and a half years, I don't think. Yeah, something like that. You've finally unblocked me on MySpace, and I'm back. Yeah, I I'm mean, I, I forgot my... Ba- Honestly, I forgot my MySpace password, so I'd, I'd been... I, I'd been meaning to unblock you for longer than that, but it's uh, great to be back. And I'm glad to be one of your top four friends. That's That feels good <laughs> that, you, that you ranked me so high. <laughs> you, uh, uh, Don Rickles, and Carrot Top. Uh-huh. So, and then Tom. And then yep. Tom. And then there's still Tom. Yeah, there's a, see, this is completely a generational conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are, what is this MySpace? What's MySpace? Yeah, yeah. You, it's like... It's, it's how like, Dane Cook became popular. It's interesting how, um, you know... If there's anything that COVID taught us was that uh, the internet is a uh, always wins, yeah. And um, the amount of comedians' careers that had spiraled out of just having an online presence, whether it be a weekly 
a lot of guys were doing three, four podcasts. Yeah. And uh, zero stand-up. It was a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts started popping up. It's wild. Yeah. You've never... Because well, you were doing something at the store, weren't you? Well, uh, let's me, tell people who you are first. Uh, uh, we met in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, fuck. A decade ago. Yeah, at least a decade ago. Yeah. And um, I thought it was only... a five to six year period but you just explained to me that you'd been working at the comedy store worked there for, for nine, nine years. years nine yeah. years and if anybody who's been on stuff uh as a door guy knows that it is uh it's like it's like david goggins comedy uh, training camp like it yeah. is uh it's a commitment yeah a certain yeah. kind of person yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good way to put it it's a wild place Mm. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, welcome to the jungle. I feel like it's that, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's very fun, but also it, it, there's some darkness there. For sure. Yeah. And that's just on the sidewalk outside of the club. <laughs> yeah. The club's generally a fun place to be, yeah. right? All kinds of, everyone's yeah. there on their kind of clown behavior. But if you've got demons, <sighs> they'll come out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Toby would shut down the bar when we'd show up sometimes. He'd close that steel door and goes, now, <laughs> you guys, we don't want any trouble tonight. <laughs> he'd check his pulse with his fingers on his throat. And he'd go, nope. And then he'd stay at the door and everyone's up there waiting for long. And say, what do you guys do? We just got here. <laughs> yeah, we'd come up thick. It was, uh, it was a good time. But, yeah, that's around the time I started spending time and got to know... Uh, Probably out of sixty people, I became friends with probably about six. So every ten person that came through there, yeah, I that seems like uh, a good a ratio, though. No, it was pretty good. That's pretty high. I know. I was very <laughs> yeah. uh, lucky. You know, there's some people that I, I couldn't stand, but there was enough rejects and outcasts. Yeah. To, even on their worst days, like, uh, boom, boom chakalaka. Yeah. Rest in peace. Dead. I assume. See, you can't assume. Dog. If I was on the internet and people just said, well, he must be dead. No, but. Maybe he got his shit together. But, Doug, okay. okay. Doug, you <laughs> could be anywhere in the world. If, if, if people haven't seen Jason Rouse, mm. maybe he's in Stockholm. Sure. Maybe, maybe he's in Australia. Like, who knows? Mm. You go all over the walk world. Walkabout. You you're a walkabout. You could be Crocodile anywhere. Crocodile Dundee. Maybe you're like doing an Ari Shafir where you're off the grid for a little while. Banging but Boon Chakalaka, once the store reopened, he hadn't come back, and that's there's no way Boone wouldn't come back to the store. He would have he would have at least come back for a week. Do you, you want know? to explain the old Tina Turner? <laughs> so Boon Chakalaka was this, I, th I think transvestite. Because he dressed like a woman. Head of his time. But I don't think he I don't think he believed he was a woman. I think he just liked dressing like a woman. Yeah. I it's hard to assume anything. Yeah. But that's that's what I assume. And he uh he was a gay man who was a transvestite at the store. I think he was homeless, but some people say he had a house or, or an apartment in the valley, but it mm. was like far and, and so he would sometimes sleep on the streets. He would he supplied clothing to all the comics records, in, in LA. T records, t-shirts, but mostly t-shirts. Yeah. Like almost all my t-shirt collection. Oh, yeah. And I have some expensive ass everybody really would follow good up with. Sometimes he's got good stuff. Great stuff. He had Bill Cosby records one day. We were dying. He uh Stephen Fury <laughs> bought a Garth Brooks tour shirt off him <laughs> that runs $300 yeah. on the internet now. Like yeah. it's literally from the no fences biggest Garth Brooks era concert and, and you can't you can't buy that shit for less than three hundred right now. Do you think that Mel Brooks's merchandise has gone up in value because of the murders? Mel Brooks? Or uh Who murdered somebody? <laughs> Garth Brooks. Oh Garth Brooks, yeah, 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 yeah. When you said Mel Brooks, Sorry, I was I'm like, oh Brooks. shit, Mel Brooks is murdering people? <laughs> no, definitely I think I think the fact that Garth Brooks is a stone cold killer, yeah, and has murdered numerous fucking people. Every city he's every city he's gone to, yeah. yeah. Oh, he pretends oh, it was Chris Gaines or some shit. It's like, come on, dog, you're a serial killer, and one day justice will be sought. It's totally Norman Bates esque. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mother? Yeah. Yes, Daddy? <laughs> yeah. You know how that yeah. goes. Uh-huh. There's always a voice upstairs. You know you're talking outside of your mouth you're like a weirdo. Garth has uh. definitely done the, should I take the skin to the children, Papa? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Terrible. I've seen people, I saw a lady, it's in my story somewhere on my Instagram, but I remember distinctly a lady sitting dead center of the entrance of the patio, the right on Sunset Boulevard, smoking crack in a pipe, sitting <laughs> on a piece of cardboard and politely offering it to people in line. So funny. And people <laughs> walking around. What's yeah. the hotel next door where the- Honda's? Uh, the white one. Uh, the party rock and roll hotel. Uh, uh, the standard? No, 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 no. The Close. one that's got a big door in front of it, that one? No, the one right beside the parking lot at the store. The Ondas. Is that what it is? Yeah. The Ondas. I saw a the guy one s- that Steve Lubedkin jumped off of and killed himself? Exactly yeah. that one. I saw yeah. a guy getting sucked off sitting on that white ledge in front of there. Wow. On a Saturday night, packed. Damn. And that guy? Daniel Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was Garth Brooks. It was Garth Brooks. He had a gun to the guy's head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> says, the funniest is being Garth Brooks and and anything you post, you know, you're gonna get it from the people who are upset that you haven't been caught for your murders, you know? And the fact that the people that are weighing in on this, these are these were they created a a, a tribe of monsters. Like, a lot of the people that are going in on the Garth Brooks murders, mm-hmm. they're nice people. They yeah. have family. These are, yeah. these are not maniacs. No. But now they've got issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be wild. You'd be, but, you know, if anything, over the last couple of years we've learned is that uh, uh, anything can happen out there. I don't know if you've been watching the news lately. I had to go to the Canadian news just to get a night's sleep. Dude, there's a serial killer in LA, I, my girl gets like the citizen app updates oh, yeah. about shit. It gives me anxiety. There's a c- serial killer in LA that's just going around killing homeless people. <sighs> and uh, yeah. but that happens all the time. And and I think his name is Mayor Caruso. He was running for mayor. Mayor Caruso. <laughs> no, is he, he lost. Actually... He lost. But his like the guy who something Caruso was running for mayor, and his platform was basically like, I'm going to end homelessness. It's like, how are you going to do that? With a hammer? With a hammer, yeah. <laughs> One at a time. A nail gun and a can of gasoline. <laughs> no, if anybody has the confidence to go down to Los Angeles to tango with the homeless, good luck. Good luck, dog. Good fucking yeah. luck. That yeah. might want be one of the most terrifying places in the world is downtown Los Angeles. The world? I, I don't know. I felt more confident. I've been to a, the murder capital of in the Hillbrow in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they still hold that title, but for a long time, murder capital of the world. Really? South uh, Africa. Yeah, in, in in Hillbrow in Johannesburg. Murders. I felt more relaxed there than I did wow. getting off a delayed bus from uh, Las Vegas to downtown Los Angeles and um, getting out uh, after the... <laughs> fucking idiot I was. I went out for, I flew out there in a wedding to figure, uh, I'll catch the bus home from Las Vegas to Toronto. Uh, or not to Toronto, to fucking uh, Los Angeles to Vegas. So you took the Greyhound. Yeah. And then you got off at the Greyhound station in downtown LA. About 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's, Greyhound stations are <laughs> literally just filled with, Criminals who just got out of jail, yeah, and they get a Greyhound ticket to go. So, so it's literally terrifying, a terrifying place to be at. Yeah, it is a late night Star Wars bar, bar right? Uh, evening, but um, you know, when I left, they were that. There was a good two, three years there, where directly across from the store you'd have the open view of the city yeah that was a good time when they tore down the house of blues yeah. and still hadn't built the pendry yeah now it's just it's a, a flat huge screen. flat yeah. screen and and sometimes you'll see people fucking in in, in their hotel rooms oh, cool. in the pendry yeah that 
uh, when when I worked as a door guy, we would sometimes be like, "Hey, look, those guys are fucking in third yeah. floor, third one to the right," <laughs> and you know they're doing it on purpose. They're all voyeurs who are like, "Yeah, we're fucking in front of the sunset," and it's like, "Yeah." If they could see the faces of the guys that were watching, <laughs> they would close the curtains. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, look at that guy Guam down there. Cover yourself, <laughs> you filthy animals. Yeah. No, if there's anything that I know that uh, in the U.S. you guys uh, really enjoy w- watching each other's fuck from a window in a building. Yeah, it's supposed- not a thing in Canada? You guys don't enjoy that in Canada? It's too cold. We're worried about getting stuck to a piece of glass when you're trying to finish <laughs> off. Yeah. No, we just have sex... The only reason that there's actually a population growing in the country is people who end up having sex. You know how many babies were born over COVID or women that were impregnated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people just stay indoors yeah. and just fuck to yeah. stay warm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. If you were having sex nine months from December. September? August? Yeah. A lot of babies are born in uh, yeah. uh, late September. Yeah, that makes sense. When's your birthday? April. April what? Fourth. Could have been a fool's baby. So yeah. So that's uh what's nine months before that? What's five months? We got some heavy dry. That's like that's like that's here. like a fall. My parents were fucking in fall. Yeah. Yeah. Where were they fucking? Iran. Tehran. Oh nice. Yeah. And what year was this? Uh eighty seven? I was born in 82. 82. So they were fucking in 81. What was going on in Iran in 1981? The revolution happened in 79. So it was just an Islamic republic. They pro- it probably was taboo to fuck too much. And they were like, they're hey, both take Ar- this Iranian. Yeah. How old were they when they, uh, they met? Uh, when they met, I think my mom was like 19 and my dad was like 29, 30. It's wild, right? Yeah. Can you imagine what that was like? Yeah, it's got to be weird. It's got to be weird. It's got to be weird. And they moved to, were they married in Iran? or Married in Iran. Yeah. Uh, They they got married. Was it their plan to kind of? In the 70s, they got married. So so they they, they probably got married maybe late 60s, very early 70s. I was the last kid, so they had three other kids before me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How does that feel? Good. Yeah, it feels. They're good. too tired to yeah. be proper parents. Yeah, the time and I get learned. To you. Good luck. Yeah, and I learned what my siblings did to, to, to get away with shit, and what they did that didn't work. Yep. And by the time it got to me, it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had if you just trips. keep your mouth shut as the youngest, yeah, you, dude, you get away with anything. Wired. Yeah. I got a fucking car. What? What was that sound? That was my Bluetooth dropping oh, out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get high before you came here? No. No, that's right. You're still no. uh, from um, uh, flying from LA. I didn't bring any weed from LA. I was like Texas. Don't fuck with. No. Don't fuck with weed in Texas. Do like not that. fuck with. Te- they. Yeah. Everybody knows. Don't yeah. mess with Texas. Yeah. And you came off the back of a. What was your stopover? Not from in, in the U.S. Oh, but from the Philippines. Yeah. We flew to Taiwan, and then from Taiwan to, to... So we flew Philippines to Taiwan, Taiwan to LAX. Taiwan to LAX is 12 hours? It was like 11 and a half coming back, yeah. but going to Taiwan initially was like 14 and a half, because the jet stream, when you go against the jet stream, everything's slower. What airline? Uh, Eva Air. It's like the biggest airline in Taiwan. Good uh, airline food? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. United yeah. Emirates. Oh, I, I've, I've heard that's the best. I was insane. Oh, I thought I've it was heard in there's a shower. I thought I got in the wrong yeah, seat. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard there, it's like, it's literally next It's like level. being a Porsche Cayenne. Yeah. And, the, and then again, I asked for seconds. Yeah? Yeah. They said all we have is vegetarian. I go, I bet you that's fucking great too. Yeah. And I had it. My mouth was watering thinking about it. <laughs> I love a good... Fucking when it when it a dish that's just top to bottom, everything's yeah. on point. Yeah, everything's cooked properly. And, and on simple. an airline, yeah, you don't expect that shit. Not at all. It Eva Air wasn't that good. It was pretty good, but they did have another option where you could pay fifty extra and get a Michelin star meal. Mm. And I was like, mm, 
I don't know if I trust it. I don't know if I'm trying to spend that kind of money. So we didn't do it, but it would, yeah. been, it would have been interesting to try. No, I always try and squirrel away some nuts and dried fruit or something because yeah. the fact that I don't know about you, but sitting and eating bad food on top of it for more than Makes like, feel like six, shit. seven, yeah. eight hours. Now you're like fucking I got some rank yeah. puke in your yeah. guts and you got, yeah, I, I, it can definitely ruin a trip. Yeah. My uh, trip to Tijuana, uh, Mexico City to do shows, mm-hmm. I got diarrhea as soon as my feet touched the tarmac. Really? It was insane. <laughs> and I'd keep the door open while it came out and make them watch. Go, you did this to me. Four days in Mexico with my uh, Oju beef dip ass. <laughs> it couldn't have been more water. <laughs> I didn't. Did you drink water there? Did you drink the water? I back. I walked through the whole thing, and I'm yeah, like, "What? What was it?" I don't know. I really distinctly. I ate street I, tacos. I did. I, once I, I got diarrhea, everywhere. I was I, like, I only drank bottled waters and like sodas while I was there because I was like, I'm not letting. But once you go to street food, but you're I did fucked. eat. I did eat street food, and I didn't get diarrhea. Really? Yeah. I was blown away, and there was. It, it took four days for it to subside and it really went from like healthy completely great dumps yeah to complete water yeah hot coca-cola that's the worst (laughs) that's the worst i was beside myself and up until that point i was looking around the city go this is a beautiful place yeah it really is the pollution was next level next level it's crazy crazy yeah there was a hole in the floor of the cab the weed is garbage garbage yeah but you can buy it in the open yeah yeah which is pretty wild i went to that park when i went and and i bought a bunch of weed and took it back and then start breaking it down and it's just mostly seeds yeah start falling every i'm like bush weed throwing away the seeds and then we tried to smoke it and it tasted so bad that we had to go find blunt wraps. We had to go find tobacco. Oh, double to down it. on something. We were like, the, the tobacco will at least taste better. Yeah. So we just rolled a bunch of blunts out of it. It's it's beautiful place, the artwork. It is. But yeah. I, was, I love the trees everywhere. Like yeah. in, for a city to have that many trees everywhere. Yeah. It's really nice. nice. I, I like to go back. The people were so nice. The food was incredible. I But I didn't get diarrhea. If I'd gotten diarrhea, I might have a different experience. I was going... How much is it? Because I was asking what they were paying for their apartments there. Yeah. And they were telling me, I'm like, fuck. You know, December for me is a ghost town. Everyone's religious Mm -hmm. and Mm family-oriented. And the last thing is they want to see is me fist-fucking old lady on stage uh, to bring the Christmas spirit home. Right. That's not part of the nativity scene. No. And being in Los (laughs) Angeles, I'm like... Why not go live in Mexico City for a month? Yeah. And um, the diarrhea. And then they cut the all pollution, those. pollution, dude. My yeah. throat was killing yeah. me when I left. Yeah. I bought cigarettes. They were like 20, 20 cents a pack or something. Wild. And it was like smoking cedar shingles. It was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. But um, i definitely like to go back. Do you have, uh, have you ever done any stand-up in Iran? No, no. A lot of Ra- I, I, Iran-y. I haven't been to Iran since I was like two years old. A lot of, and, uh, and I don't feel comfortable go. I don't think I would be able to go back. No way. Yeah, no. Like they, they, they take Americans and like Iranian Traitors? Americans. They take Iranian Americans and like torture them and stuff and accuse them of being spies no! and shit when they've done nothing. Fuckers. I've, I've written articles about their human rights violations and stuff, so they'll for sure fuck with me. So I can't go back. Does that suck? That sucks for oh, an outsider. Yeah. It fucks for me too. No, because it sucks. My I, dad died there. I'd love to go see his gravesite. No yeah. shit. Yeah. That totally licks. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, it's a bummer. Uh, every time I see something go sour in the world, I'm like, well, I'd like to go see that place. I guess that's off the list now. <laughs> yeah. Because the whole plan was spend as, as long as it w- would take for me in this business to visit a different country every year I've been doing comedy. So I'm too behind and I'm kind of running out of places and I'm staring past you at the mm. map on the wall behind you, but uh, very few places that are English as a first language outside of Australia and... Um, English as a first... So you're trying to go to everywhere that speaks English as a first language. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, second language. I'll go... You know, 
Like somewhere I, like South Africa, where they I've speak been, African. Yeah, yeah. I've been to uh, South Africa yeah. like six times. That yeah. was that wasn't their their English. Well, New is Zealand, on point. New Zealand, they speak English, right? Yeah, for sure. Most Jamaica, you've been to Jamaica? No, I'd like to go to Jamaica. Yeah. Fuck, I love Jamaican food. Yeah. Oh fuck me, that Jamaica, was one of the best parts in Toronto. But that was the thing, is because I grew up in a city neighboring toronto right, which is a lot I could of jamaicans get yeah off the boat food that yeah. you've never like authentically yeah. greek you know it just everything yeah. i've heard toronto's sick i've heard toronto's a great city. you look like you're from toronto really yeah you yeah. look like a toronto guy for sure right just like racially ambiguous you into look hip-hop <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 totally that's uh drake yeah yeah. yeah, I auditioned for the Degrassi show with him. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did. You on Degrassi? Yeah, I was just a, so a one uh, a one part uh, thing. It was a drug dealer at a high school. Oh, that seems good. It, it was seems a like a good role for you. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't get it. I lost a few roles. I lost the Ninja Turtles role because of uh, my braces I had in, in my early thirties. Really? But um, there was a couple because I never really went out. I went on a couple of commercial auditions, and um, but you—I never knew you of a, a like you lived in Hollywood, but you weren't really trying to get into the movies or commercials, were you? No, I mean I had a, I had a few auditions here and there. I, yeah. I, I still have a commercial agent, but I, I don't go out that much. I've booked one commercial yeah. since I was out there. Um, yeah, I mean honestly, it's like I really just want to do stand up, but if. If there's opportunities to do stuff that makes money and and might like Earl you know. Skakel, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll vo- voice your cartoon. If, if you could do voice voiceover work, seems like the best deal. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, you get a fucking Simpsons gig. Yeah, you can you're, have your family killed. Yeah, you can have <laughs> yeah. so much money. Yeah, you could raise your father from the dead. <laughs> yeah, you with, got with, with yeah. Simpsons movie, my uh, Simpsons money. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, but you were always a. Doing some sketches and stuff. Didn't you guys have yeah. a series on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done like sketch series with my friends. Yeah, we did one called Apartment Nine. Like, yeah, yeah, I that remember was, that like, a decade ago. And uh, with Abby and Abby, was and it Alex, somebody you sleeping Phillips. on a yoga mat? Yeah, it was one of the gags. That was if me. I remember. That was me. I was. Uh, that, I mean, I slept on the couch when when, yeah. when we. Were, I slept on their couch. Yeah. So then the 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 joke was that you know I slept on a sleeping on a yoga mat. Was Ari Manis part of that group? No, he 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 wasn't in uh, that Apartment Nine sketch. It was like me, Abby Roberts, Alex Phillips, and Adam Chudwin. Yeah, the four of us. And then we had like Chris Burns and some other people who would, like have cameos in it. But me and Ari uh, Manis had a sketch group that we called Indoor Soccer Shoes. Yeah, and we just made wild sketches. Ari is a very, uh, he's one of those he's guys. So funny. I love Ari. Him and Abby went to the Scientology building yeah. and got pictures yeah. in the group shop for their f- annual they, they flyer. Got in, they got into yeah. the magazine that's like a big deal to Scientologists. For, no pun intended here, but who doesn't want Ari Manis and Abby in a cult? <laughs> yeah. Because I know Abby was in a cult. Yeah. He they said, they, they look clean and full of hope. They would just show up and start talking to people. <laughs> so and sometimes they would order a bunch the of Domino's false sense pizza. Of confidence. And they would just bring Domino's pizza around yeah. and be handing it off to the people who yeah. worked there. And the people just loved them. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. one day they said they were hanging out and, a, and like a person of authority came up to them and said, Hey, who are you guys? <laughs> and they said, uh, and they said, are you guys here for the photo shoot? <laughs> And they just are said, we late? Yes, yes, we are actually. Can you imagine? And then they man? just took them yeah. into the photo shoot. Yeah. And suddenly they're they're taking pictures yeah. with the people who like earned being in yeah. the photo shoot. And they said some of the some of their friends they'd made. That's were better so than jealous. any family photo. That's way better <laughs> yeah, than any family photo. Dude, Abby and Ari are so funny together because they're they're pranksters too. They're the Fairly Brothers of the comedy store. <laughs> yeah. I remember at Flappers once, they they did a prank. Where it's not they, a strip club, by the way. Flappers. Flappers is this shitty comedy club in Burbank, <laughs> right? It's it's like I'm glad you got to it. Yeah, it's. It, I've never performed there myself. I've done I've done a few shows at the YooHoo Room here and there. Yeah, but, and it's fun. I mean, like whatever. It's a, it's another yeah. show, but but uh, so, so what they did was. 
they did a prank where they put a thing on Craigslist saying, we're a pretty big band, we're about to go to Bonnaroo, yeah. and we're looking for a new guitar player. Yeah. And then they fucking, they, yeah. said, they said, our auditions are going to be at the Flappers open mic. <laughs> the people who sign up for the first time at Flappers. Bonnaroo's a huge music festival. Huge music festival in yeah. Tennessee. And at Flappers. Any if, musician in Hollywood would kill to perform at a festival like that. Yeah. For sure, yeah, and you might be in this new big band. Like they're like, it might be your big break, and and at Flappers, if you're one of the first time signups, you go up first. So they told them sign up as a first time sign up because they've never signed up for the Flappers open mic before. So they sign up with their name at the first time, and they said, don't do any words, just go up and start playing your, no. your song. So they said, is they, there they footage just, of this? No, I don't think so. Oh man, but they just saw guitarist after guitarist <laughs> yeah. go up and just play a song yeah. and walk off yeah and then finally the people of flappers went up and were like look what? i don't know what you guys have heard <laughs> that's amazing it's so fucked up <laughs> can you imagine yeah. that is like you just get to la and yeah. you're like i got an audition <laughs> Ma. Ma, I'm, I'm gonna be in bonnaroo and and some of these guys they said were good like oh, they were really sure? good <laughs> that's the beautiful part about la is that you'll always find somebody willing to sell their soul yeah they're just, they will line up for it yeah they just need they're like this is my break it's wild there there's a lot of people that put i knew that living in los angeles was going to be a long game because um there was nine years working at the store yeah not just staff but just like you must have been able to get a read on people after a while of just like uh, probably judgmental to a certain degree where you have to to separate yourself from some of the madness. Yeah. I'm a comedian from so-and-so and I'm going to boom, boom. and Yeah. <laughs> I got pretty good. I think like my, one of my talents is uh, walking away to go pee. I gotta I go take I, a piss. Oh, nice to meet you. I gotta go pee. Yeah. People probably thought I had the smallest bladder in the world because yeah. I was just constantly leaving. Well, you're being roped into cocaine conversations all the time. Oh, my God. Because you're always really friendly with people. Now those people take license. Now they're all <laughs> yeah. gacked up and they're like, yeah. that's my uh, But But those, there's some guys. <laughs> it's so fun to make fun of those guys because yeah. people on cocaine are loud and annoying but also very sensitive <laughs> yeah like cocaine makes you like yeah. self-conscious so then you start making fun of them and then they they, they start freaking out because they're on ruins cocaine their night. ruins their night yeah and yeah, so that, that makes those guys not want to talk to me as much yeah too. yeah there was no shortage of drug-fueled entertainment or it's like if some somebody would be coked out and they'd just be like telling the most boring story right? on, and on, on and on and on and then i would go oh whoa hey hold on hold that thought hey you guys get over here He's got the best story. Tell him that part uh, about how you waited at the open mic. Tell him. And then they'd be like, they'd realize you're making fun of him, and then they'd start getting quiet and into their own head, and it's like, oh, he had the best story about waiting at this open mic. How long did you wait? You waited all day, huh? <laughs> tell him, tell him. And then people would gather around and just be laughing at them for telling the worst stories, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, don't, t don't talk to Hormuz when you're on coke. And now they're all like this. <laughs> yeah, the it's like they don't know how, what, their, what their relationship one, is. One guy, I, I remember this specifically. I forget his name, but one guy... Was coked out, and he started telling me about how he has his realtor license, oh. and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And he's like, "It's weird." He's like, "He's like, you know how uh, the realtor license it's designed for people who are right-handed, but I took it left-handed," and I go. Whoa! <laughs> and I go, you guys get over here. <laughs> you, everybody knows that the realtor license is designed for people with right hand who are right-handed, right? You know that. I know that. That's a known thing. This guy passed it. He's left-handed, dog. And he's, just like, he's like, obviously we're making money. It's like, what do you mean it's for left-handed, right-handed people? What do you mean? That's yeah. fucking dumb. Oh, I remember there's a couple of people you, because look, you st working at that place, you guys have your own language. It's like communicating through a, a prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I it's a good analogy. And you know, like... Don Barris is going to do some fucked up shit and he's going to have a, a, about three or four other people that are willing to go along wherever yeah. he goes. How many screaming? I don't know. I've seen male on male oral sex in the hallway. Yeah, I don't think Don was responsible for that, but I have seen that too. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. 
<laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that was some wild shit. Like, just literally in the little pathway between the front bar and the back door. Dude getting his dick sucked by another dude. Yeah. I think that was on Halloween one night. I think. But they were, neither guy, I think, I was dressed up. I was talking about that. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. You're talking about a different <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was Halloween and they weren't even dressed up. No, they were not oh no, no! Oh my god! It's like, dude. Oh, boo! <laughs> They're like, we're dressed up as guys who like getting their dicks sucked. <laughs> there was a lot of that. If there's anything, that was where people got sucked off. Was at the comedy store. Yeah, I never got sucked off in public like that. At the comedy store. I did the first time I got my dick sucked at the comedy store. I wasn't even working there yet. I just did potluck and yeah. had a good set. This is when it wasn't very a lot of people there either. And you were about 60 pounds heavier. You've no, lost a, a bunch of weight. i weight, but, but then I gained... I, I probably was like 10 pounds heavier than now. Uh, and like right now, I'm like 10 pounds heavier than when I'm at a good healthy weight. Sure. But, uh, but yeah, I was heavier, but I had like a really good set. And you look like a young John Lovitz. That's, a, that's not a compliment. <laughs> I know that's not. That's definitely. Sorry. I get, I I get Seth Rogen so much, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's not right. a compliment. It's nah. not. I'm like, I'm like, it's not an. In, I'm not. I don't take it as a major insult, but it's, it's definitely not like. Oh, you, you remind me of Clooney. <laughs> you know, it's there's like, a bit of a smugness to you, but it, but it's not uh, like, yeah, like Seth Rogen smug. Like a kind of like uh, I find this funnier to myself than you guys will ever understand. Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, I do. Not I do John tell Lovitz, jokes. Though. A lot of times I do tell jokes that are just for me. Yeah, I'm like I don't well, care. Would you if like a bump? Yeah, like yeah, that. that. Yeah, I would go up to people who I knew enjoyed <laughs> cocaine, and I would whisper to them, "You want a bump?" Yeah, and then yeah. when they'd say, yeah. Yeah, the worst bit was I'd the worst part. Yeah. Very betrayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I would sell it. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's people who I had done coke with in the past. So they were like, oh. I think maybe the fourth time I scolded you. <laughs> I like, think the fourth time up. I scolded yeah. you. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Come on. The funniest is I would get people two days in a row. I would I would do it like the day before, and then the next day I'd do it again, and they'd be oh, yeah. excited again. They'd yeah, forget. This, yeah, you're probably indirectly uh, responsible for at least a few suicides. Oh, I hope not. I hope that's not true. <laughs> I hope that's not true. Yeah, we were all going through a rough time, and you know, oh, I don't have a problem. <laughs> They're like, if I had one bump, I, I would live. But there's been a lot of those guys. <laughs> yeah. What was your last day working in Hollywood? My last day working as a, as soon as I yeah. got past, I, I showcased, and as soon as I heard that I got past, I went in the office and I put my two weeks in. Okay, and I don't remember when that was. It was like six months ago, maybe. You, you decided I might want to have a relationship with a woman. I gotta get out of this place. I mean, I oh, was just after I was with time. my lady yeah. the whole time, but I was just like, I was like. I loved working there. Super fun to work. The best job I've ever had. Like yeah. best hourly job I've ever had by far. But I was ready to be done. You know, nine years is. I I, I could have been a doctor if I was in, in med school for that. I think the really ambitious people lasted a three years there. Yeah, and then if you could get past the three year mark, yeah. the Feng Chows. The uh, there's there's only oh, I remember when Feng Chao uh, <laughs> when Feng Chao got fired for beating up Renee. No, who's yeah. Renee? Renee, he's one of the door guys. Uh, okay, but I guess like he <laughs> I don't remember the exact incident, but it was like I think Renee was trying to get a drink from Feng Chao, and Feng Chao was like, "You never tip," mm. so he was like ignoring him. And then so I think what I heard was Renee <laughs> took like twenty bucks and threw it at Feng Chao. And then Feng Chao came around the corner yeah. and just grabbed Renee by the neck. Yeah. And and it was all there was cameras <laughs> oh, yeah. everywhere. Did so you guys there. watch the video about nine times? Uh, I I don't know. I I didn't get Hilarious. to see the video. Nobody. Uh, I think they were. Try everybody was trying to keep it on the down low so that Feng Chao wouldn't get fired. Yeah. But it was on camera, and, and one of the managers saw right. it and was like, "Legally, if if something happens again, and we've seen this footage, we're responsible. We're responsible." Yeah. So they they fired Feng Chao. Yeah. That was a big hit. That that. Uh, yeah, that was way more fun when Feng Chao was a bartender. Feng Chao bartending, just yelling at the waitresses. Uh, Dude, so when fun. he was working the line on, a, like you remember, it was like down there on a Tuesday night. 
Yeah. You would have uh, 500 people waiting to go in and 500 wait to come out yeah. all every two and a half hours yeah. or something. The turnover in that room. And yeah. some guy come down and gave Feng Chao <laughs> his business card. And from he was an agent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he goes... I got 500 fucking people on this sidewalk. Do you think I give a fuck where you... (laughs) (laughs) The best Feng Chao story was he used to call Mark Marin Marky Mark. Oh, no way. He'd be like, hey, Marky Mark. (laughs) And then one day Mark Marin went up to him and said, hey, don't call me that. And and this is like early when Feng Chao first got hired as a new guy. Trying to make it. He says, he says, don't call me that. And then Feng Chao says to Mark Marin, he says, hey, relax. We're all just comics. (laughs) <laughs> and what are you gonna say even yeah. if you're fucking Chappelle yeah. whoever you are yeah. when you hear we're all just comics yeah. don't get your feelings hurt yeah what can you say there's yeah. no there's no reply you just gotta walk away and be like I lost that one that was a Jedi move <laughs> yeah we gotta respect that yeah no Fung Chao is a Jedi I brought him and Yoshi to open for me in Vancouver hell yeah and dude murdered and Bronson <laughs> Bronson was the hell cooler yeah. on the show <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, I was like I went double down guess who hosted who Fung Chao hell yeah yeah and so you get he, Fung Chao every 10 minutes dude, every 15 it, it minutes it was amazing yeah. and then Yoshi Bronson and then me so the time they got to Bronson they were like <laughs> holy shit <laughs> and you know how Asian dominated Vancouver is yeah. so they were like white people are looking like aren't you gonna say something <laughs> <laughs> the show just got better the show was so good <laughs> it was killer yeah like it wasn't uh, uh, they got steamrolled by Feng Chao yeah and like I don't care what you thought this is what it is, yeah. And this is what we're doing, yeah. You know your headliner, so don't get all pissy with us in the middle, yeah. Because it's not him. This is the the <laughs> yeah. most nihilistic lineup. And again, Bronson would come up, and they're like this giant white guy, and they're like, <sighs> <laughs> even the Asian people were like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. where Asian hate started, not COVID. That was. It was with, that gig. With Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was so much fun. I, I I wish we had a, like, shows were great, but doing that same lineup in front of a, even a larger audience in that city, because Vancouver is a very woke. Uh, yeah. And uh, Except uh, for when they take heroin naps. Oh, yeah. That's Have you been a, to Vancouver? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. A you went lot over of fucking yeah. heroin addiction. Yeah, yeah. No, I started there, oddly <laughs> enough, with Seth Rogen. Yeah. At, wow! In '96, hell yeah, he started comedy probably. Yeah, he was a kid, right? Following a year, yeah, yeah. he was like 15. Yeah, I've, se- I've seen like footage of him as a kid doing stand up in Vancouver. Yeah, I was on those shows. Yeah. That was that was. Uh, there's a tape somewhere I, on a hard drive or something of uh, those early performances, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, Vancouver was a good time. There was nothing there. It was really just weed. Just right because because BC Bud was always even even in the states when it was illegal, you knew BC Bud was good. Did you smoke marijuana in Vancouver? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, but it was legal when I went. Yeah, we could just go to a store and buy. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Canada's full legal. It's not as good as California weed now, though. Like when we went, it was less good than the weed we had in California. The government has its hand now. Yeah, they've turned. The industry into uh, they use the same marketing they do for Lego. <laughs> like you saw how unnecessary the packaging is. Yeah, and it just seemed like yeah, it just seemed like it wasn't as skunky. It wasn't as it wasn't cured quite. It, it, I feel like once it's the it, smell once of it government becomes, tax. Once it's all legal and you're just tax, trying to yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I it's think, I think being able to smell it it's before, before opening the bag, like yeah. you used to be able to like, in, in Cal- and this is not in California anymore either because now it's legal and taxed and everything and everything's bagged up, mm. but you used to be able to go to a weed shop in California, they'd give you jars and you'd open them and you'd yes. smell them and you'd I look remember. at the weed yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'd really know what you were getting. Now no, You're breaking the bud. Yeah. People get right into it like a wine I had cork. a weed shop, they would, you would, you would be like, let me get a quarter 
and they would weigh out your weed for you, and they would remove the stems. They would take the bud off of the stems yeah. and throw the stems away so that you would get more weed for your yeah. bud. That, that's, oh, all, that's you, all gone. Were you in the era of L.A. Speedweed delivery? Yeah, of course. Yes, that was a golden era. Yeah. Where, and then they threw in the edibles. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I would show my friends at home. <coughs> I go, there's like 30 bucks worth it. You know, he... So many people got comics deals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would just get free weed from Gino all the time. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, just... I love Gino. Shout out to Gino Speedweed. Great guy. The best. Yeah. And him the and his brother, room. him and his brother actually run a really good YouTube show. That's what he was saying. I forgot what it's called. But it's like this it's like his brother and they have this yeah. like cartoon fish that says like crazy conspiracy theory, uh-huh. fucking wild shit. I think it's called Why or something like that. Mm-hmm. The Why Files, maybe. Sure. It's really good. It's huge on YouTube too. I Excellent. remember when he told me about it, I was like, I've seen that show. It's great. Okay. And he was like, That's my brother. Yeah. Yeah, he was explaining that to me last yeah. time he was here. I think that's what he does now mostly. I think Speedweed he he still has and I think he has other people help run it, mm. but I think he's really more into Running his YouTube show. Yeah, yeah. He said he changed lanes like a, yeah. a lot of people. There's the amount of revenue. No one has a job job anymore. Like yeah. there's nobody. 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 It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out Gino. It's still like ABX still comes through and, and hooks up with fire weed. ABX's I, I, weed is really yeah. Good. Farmer and the Felon. No, it was great. Shout out Justin and Bobby, dude. I've seen garbage bags full of weed. Yeah. If it wasn't for Tripoli, I don't think I would have met those guys too. So shout out Tripoli, dude. Shout out Tripoli. Tripoli Tripoli is one of my favorite people. And and here here's when I first came Sam Tripoli, love you. I remember the first time I came to the store, I met Sam Tripoli. I was like, hey, uh, we, we became friends like pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And then he was walking me around the store, showing me around. And I was like, is there somewhere where I can smoke weed? Like, I don't want to be disrespectful to the club. And he's like, wait till you see this. And he walked <laughs> me to Sacred Ground. <laughs> and back there's like Tony and like Matt Edgar and Pete C. Remember yep. Pete? And, and Rick Scott. Ingram. And, and, he, and, and, he's, and he's, like, he's like, hey, this is my buddy Hormoz. Uh, take good care of him. And then I just suddenly had a bunch of new friends, and we all smoked weed, and it was just everybody has all these dark stories of how they got made picked on and and they hated the comedy store and stuff. I literally had Sam walk me in, introduce me, and and I had a group of friends instantly. It, it's, it was such it's a who fucking, you know, yeah, you know. But if it wasn't for Sam, I don't know what my experience would have been like. No, there was Sam was one of a few people that kept my career alive like i think i did more naughty shows yeah and more recently comedy chaos yeah and then whatever jay could get away with putting me on there was a show running on melrose for a while that got to a point where they had to read a disclaimer before i went on stage (laughs) and i remember rita at the improv telling me no fire because i was headlining i asked if i could bring in some stuff and she said, no fire allowed in the club. <laughs> I, I loved all these crazy warnings. <laughs> but um, Have you ever seen Zach Amico? Never. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like at Skankfest, he, yeah. he does this thing where in Houston. people come and staple mm. money onto his body. Yeah. And, and the, if, if it's more money, you can do it in like more painful spots. Yeah. And he just gets money stapled to his skin. It's a, a carnival act. Wild. You get a lot of burlesque dancers. I'd see them do, they would do a full strip tease and then go around and you could staple money under their ass. That's crazy. Yeah. And even the ass, you're like, you could see how there's enough meat there that you're like, it wouldn't kill. But you some of these places are on bone. Pump off a couple of staples down your <laughs> no, shoulder blade. No, no. No. Hell no, dude. You got to come and party with me, man. <laughs> spiders, spiders. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'd love to bring before you get married. 
I'll bring you out in Austin. And we'll get some staples in you. And I'll get some staples. <laughs> we'll do this thing called the flying squirrel. Uh, no, where you no. staple your bag to the inside oh, of your thighs. That sounds great. And then you open your legs. Yeah, and, and you just fly. <laughs> and it's like a skin bat. Oh, that's so funny. And I hold up. a flashlight under it. So it looks like a bat <laughs> signal on the wall. <laughs> you Would you mm. leave? Uh, if somebody... You were at a you walked into an underground nightclub in yeah. downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Somebody was on the there uh on strapped to a sawhorse mm-hmm. with a mud funnel in their ass. Mm-hmm. And there was six midgets stepping on like on the top of step ladders, mm-hmm. pissing down on them. Right. And then one guy goes, Let's do it with gas. Would you stop it? Instead of piss, let's 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 pour gas on One guy comes over ass? Who's clearly under some drug? Yeah. He has a drug problem. Honestly, <laughs> I probably would would like take a quick peek and be like, "Oh, all right, let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> if I'm being honest, uh, <laughs> like even the Zach Amico thing, like I saw that for two seconds. I like you know walked into the the show and yeah. saw what was happening. I go, "Whoa, this is fucking crazy," and then I I left. Have you not heard of this? Is where I was kind of leaning to is do you know who the psycho cyborgs are? No, <sighs> no, who are they, dude? Who are the psycho cyborg cyborgs? I don't know. It must have been look. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, my cousin showing me fecal.com, and it was just people doing gross poop shit, like people eating poop and shit. These guys are true artists, but it, it's fully uh, body modification, blood transfusions, surgeries, what? and um, and they just turn into like weird looking monsters. So these there was two guys, right? These two guys, uh huh. Um, like like shit like this. They put swords through their chest. Damn, no. yeah, it's oh. not staples on the. This that's is fucking. Wild. That's a fucking sword. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Dude. And, uh, oh, and they no, had a girl in their group, too, and they ran... Oh, yeah. They ran hoses under her skin and ran her blood around her body into the other guy's body. Wild. Yeah. Crazy. Wild, wild... Uh, like, yeah, no. deep parts of your flesh... So that's yeah, no, what no. I've seen. <laughs> that's wild. That's yeah. crazy. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't let somebody smash all your toes with a hammer? No. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Uh, I had a science teacher tell us about this prank that he did once. He said years ago, uh, he, was our, he was my chemistry teacher in high school, and he said years ago, he was she was showing us liquid nitrogen and he was freezing stuff and mm-hmm. taking a balloon and turning it into like almost nothing and then it yeah. would reinflate by itself when it got warm again and then he said one time when he first was like uh starting he put a bunch of hamburger meat in a glove and then had one hand in a glove and the other one a hamburger glove and then he said and he was like freezing stuff and he said you can even freeze your hand and he put the hamburger meat in the liquid nitrogen froze it then took his frozen meat hand out and grabbed a oh, hammer. Oh yeah, that's and great! Smashed it. Wow! Hamburger meat flies everywhere. People are throwing up and losing yeah. their mind because they think he just, they that's think this cool, guy though. lost his mind. And then he pulls his real hand out again. Yeah, that was a prank. I'd love to have that guy open. That would be. Man, I wish I remembered his name. It's weird how how when you're a kid you remember all your teachers' names and shit, and then you get you become an adult and you go like you remember one guy who was like a great teacher. I remember most of their names. Really, Mr. Stavinsky was our science teacher, and he would torture us. He would take a bucket of water mm-hmm. and he'd put a coin in it, and then put electrodes into the bucket of water, and he had a voltage. He'd turn up and electrify the water, and if you could get the money out, you you got to leave class early. Really, and everybody would go. Nobody could do it. <laughs> If you fell asleep <clears throat> on your chair, mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
He okay? You want some water? If he fell asleep in your chair, he would put. Uh, I'm, I'm good. He, uh, he would uh, put wires up to the metal legs and the rivets no. to electrocute you. He took a. That's cr- crazy. A, How are you allowed to do that in Canada? This is it, in the eighties. I was you still got health care. They let you do anything. Huh? Oh, you can do anything. You got health care. <laughs> don't buy a gun. Yeah, and he he burned my tongue with this acid acid crystal drano. And he goes, try it. it. Tastes like mint. And he had it on in lung tweezers, and it burned a hole into my tongue. Crazy! What a lunatic! Stavinsky, he was nuts. What a lunatic! He Stavinsky did. I hope I hope he's in prison. We used to spread rumors that he used to beat his wife all the time, and uh, he got pissed. He didn't do it all the time. No, <laughs> just to keep me hard. <laughs> I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, you had your uh, dating show at the Creek, huge yeah. success. First yeah, was... first gig in the city. Yeah, I did the mothership, like the friends and family yeah. part of the mothership, and then we ran over to the Creek and did the comedy dating show. It was great. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's really the comics that 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 we had. We had Wine Sarah Weinshank as the girl we were trying to get. Kim Congdon was the host, yeah. and we had such a fire lineup. Tony Castillas. Uh, have you seen Casey Rocket? Of course. That guy's so fucking funny. He's the Stephen Pearl of 2024. Who's you know Stephen Pearl? Pearl? No. Uh, Robin Williams' friend. Okay. Yeah. He's so funny. And uh, yeah, we had Jamar, Shana Ruby. Yeah, your old homies. It was, yeah. it was, it was ca- summer camp for <laughs> yeah. you. You show yeah. up, you're like, it's all new environment. Yeah. and some With a bunch faces. of old friends, yeah. That's what I saw you. I'm like, I want to get you over here Hell while yeah. you're still fresh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you've got a, and it sounds like like a lot of the guys that have decided that they're not going to live here necessarily, but stay here maybe a month out of a year. Yeah, maybe. You know? I mean, I don't know. Once once I start looking into buying a house, yeah, it might be Austin. Yeah, you know, because it's like especially you can't buy a house in L.A. Yeah, and uh, do you really want to raise your kid in Los Angeles? I mean, if I could afford a house in Long yeah. Beach. Yeah. Or a house in Cerritos. Sure. You know, there's like neighborhoods that are really nice yes. and you could get Encino. But you have to be rich. Yeah. Like you have to you have to have a million bucks. A million bucks. You have to have a couple hundred grand just to put down yeah, to, to get, get this return. million yeah. dollar, two million dollar house. So I don't see that happening anytime soon. So I'm like, I could we could we could afford a house right now in Austin. Yep. So think about be crazy. it. But I do love LA. I you think, know, I'm like a California kid. I've lived in California I know, my whole life. I know, and I remember that. I thought you were going to, uh, you were going to go back to where you were from in in the U.S. and you were With from California. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I like Orange and, County. Yeah, I mean, my mom lives in Orange County now. My sister lives in Orange County. Mm-hmm. My brother lives in Temecula, which is like Riverside County. Hong but, Kong showgirls. Do you ever go to that strip club? No. Is that in Temecula? It's in Orange County. Orange County, yeah. yeah. I, I went to one strip club when I when I was 17 years old. I, I got my buddy's fake ID or his ID, and, and I pretended to be him, and I went to a strip club with my buddies. And that was really fun. Yeah. When you're 17, just fucking yeah. seeing that many tits and pussies, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, dude, I just quadrupled my number. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm, you know... Yeah, to see somebody that can breathe in front of you <laughs> instead of looking at a roast beef sandwich and <laughs> yeah. going, maybe I'll just warm it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, folks, <laughs> thanks for uh, watching. And, um, thanks for having me. Bro. You'll uh, Where can people find out about uh, your upcoming events? On, on social media, I'm at Not Hormones. Mm. Uh, I want it at Hormones, but there's a trans therapy doctor that beat me to it. <sighs> so I took Not Hormones. Uh, and hormuzrashidi.com. And, uh, yeah, you can see the gigs I got coming up. We, we do a show, a monthly show at the comedy store called Dirty at 1030, me and Saul Trujillo. Nice. And uh, me and Kim do the comedy dating show. It's usually at the comedy store, but we just started taking it on the road. We did it in Vegas for Skankfest. We did it yesterday uh-huh. in Austin. I think we're going to do, we're thinking January or February, we're going to try and do uh, New York City. Ooh. So that'll be fun. That would be great. And maybe Chicago after that. Yeah. Take it on the road. It's such an easy show to to take on the road because you just need six comics, eight comics, and a chick. Yeah. And you're done. Once you find the girl. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the girl doesn't even matter. The comics, 
because good comics will make the show. If they're bad, you got judges to make fun of them, and 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 that side gets funnier. But when they're good, it's like it's just easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, check those out. Thank you, bro. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you in Texas. I'll be probably out in uh, Hollywood sometime in February, early March, or something like that. But yeah. uh, we'll don't go down the Mel's. Hell yeah! And have uh, one of their delicious meals oh dude the, the open face turkey sandwich yeah so good yeah yeah you feel like you're almost cheating the holidays because yeah. it's so good yeah well uh vancouver calgary edmonton and some northern ontario thunder bay toronto april and may anyway thanks oh, yeah. for watching everybody thank you that was fun I have to pee so bad. Yeah, man, let it rip. Where's that? Just watch the cord. I'll just turn on the left. We would like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. Is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage in person that crazy mix of the I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe word with Jason. <laughs>